Blazer fans, welcome back to another episode of the Blazer Victory Podcast. This is John Duncan, and I'm joined as always by well, with my co-host Steve Irvine. And guys, I know it's been a while. <laughs> it's been a while since you've uh, seen us in your feed, but we are back and ready to roll. And Steve, I guess off the top, even though this is going to be a basketball episode to just kind of bring Blazer fans and everybody up to speed about you know what's been going on with basketball this season, We've got to talk about the Super Bowl, man. A shout out, you know, to Darius Williams and also the Rams GM, Les Snead, you know, both uh, former, you know, of the UAB football program. Just congrats to both of those guys uh, for getting a ring. Yeah, that was so that was so cool to see. I, I you know, I, I didn't really feel like I had much of a rooting interest. Uh, you know, I'm not I wouldn't call myself a fan of either team, you know, except for the, the UAB folks, you know, and I was really happy for, you know, Darius Williams to, um you know, I mean, his story is just so incredible of what he's been through and the persistence that he's had and just the, you know, just the faith he's had in himself. And, you know, now he's uh, he's not only has he got a Super Bowl ring, but he's he's on the, on the doorstep of, of getting a you know a huge contract, uh, which, you know, you really you really love to see. And, uh, you know, obviously the Super Bowl ring is the thing that's uh, kind of jumps out to him right now you know he's leading tackler you know and, that, and that's the one yeah. thing about Darius Williams man he's just so steady uh, you know always was you know I mean always you know a guy that, that came through you know walk-on tryouts and you know and I, honestly I mean his first walk-on tryout was uh, was under McGee and they didn't even really have it you know it, it got canceled and then he didn't think he was going to be able to play and then he had a walk-on tryout with you know coach Clark when he first got there and you know, they, um, I remember talking to him about it one time and he said it was so short that he went home thinking like, well, there's no way, you know, they, they, didn't, <laughs> they didn't, you know, I don't have a chance and, you know, gets the call and ends up making plays that year. And then, uh, turns out to be such a, you know, such a great player for him and, um, and great player in the NFL. So it's great to see. And, you know, Les Snead's been around a long time, uh, uh you know, and, and built that team and, and, you know, you got to give him a lot of credit for this thing now. I mean, a lot of it's, uh, kind of behind the scenes when you think about GMs, you know, but, but it's really such a, such a crucial position for any, for any, uh, any franchise. And, and, you know, he did a great job. So it's great. I mean, it's great to see, it's great to be able to say that, uh, you know, the UAB football program has, you know, has, has a ring now, you know, has a Super Bowl ring. Now Rick Christopher was a assistant coach last year for Tampa Bay and he's got him a ring too. So there's, there's, uh, uh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. So he, you know, he's, uh, He's a guy that's, you know, that's, you know, a UAB guy as far as the former coach. You know, he didn't play at UAB, but, uh, you know, so that, that has a, a little flavor to it. You know, UAB flavor to it, obviously. But um, so it's, it's neat. It's neat to see. Yeah, definitely. Definitely good for Darius, um, for sure. And guys, before we get into our basketball um, episode that we have for you guys today, real quick, if you're not subscribed to our podcast on a podcast platform, whether that's Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, YouTube, wherever you're listening to this right now, Go ahead and hit that follow or subscribe button to make sure that you don't miss any uh, future episodes of the Blazer Victory podcast in your feed. And, you know, as we mentioned off the top of the show, uh, it's been a while, but we are, you know, back and ready to roll and, you know, get into this basketball season, Steve. Um, UAB is currently 19 and 6 overall on the season. And they're coming in at nine and three in Conference USA and second place in uh, the Conference USA West Division. And, man, I know we had talked, um, you know, a few days ago uh, about, you know, definitely getting back in the swing of things. I'm recording some um, episodes to follow out the basketball season. 
and, and me and you, you know, we had a little disagreement there for a little bit, you know, uh, uh, in regards to, you know, net rankings and RPI and all that, you know, hoopla. And, you know, we were debating on like, you know, because I was on the mindset, you know, hey, beat ODU, take care of business uh, and, you know, hope that North Texas keeps winning heading into the big matchup in Bartow Saturday. But, uh, you know, to help the at-large chances. But, hey, <laughs> I guess you could throw all that out the window now um, because, unfortunately, our Blazers did lose on Super Bowl Sunday to ODU. Um, but, hey, Steve, I, I don't want to, you know, diminish this basketball team, you know, too much because it, it's still a hell of a season so far. You know, you're 19-6. and six. Yeah, you don't control your own destiny in regards to getting that number one seed in the West Division now because you definitely need – FAU, I mean, not FAU, you need North Texas to, you know, lose at least one game, and hopefully FAU helps us out this Thursday night. Um, but, I mean, it's still setting up to be a nice season, and I hope, you know, all, all UAB has to do is just win out and then get North Texas to drop, you know, you know, at least one other game, and hopefully that's FAU Thursday night. And UAB sitting pretty good at the number one seed in the West uh, when it comes uh, to the tournament in Frisco coming up. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. And I, I think that that's what you have to look at. And it has been a great season and, and, and it has been a frustrating season at the same, <laughs> at the same uh, point, you know, I mean, the same part. I mean, it's, it's one of those things where you you look at and think like, uh, you know, there's a lot of, a lot of nice wins, uh, you know, obviously, you know, Jelly Walker's playing so well and, and just, you know, a lot of things that you, uh, you know, some huge wins at Louisiana Tech at North Texas at West Kentucky, you know, road wins um, that, that are just huge. Um, but then again, the disappointing losses and, and, uh, mm-hmm. including, you know, including some in non-conference that, that, you know, you could be sitting here with a lot better record and, you know, at this point than, than, than you are. So it's, it's one of those things where it's, it's, you know, you, you sort of look at both ways. Um, you know, I mean, you know, me, I'm, I'm, I'm one of those, uh, look at the bright side of things and, you know, um, <laughs> uh, it, it could be a lot worse. Um, but you know, I, obviously, you, you just you just gotta scratch your head on you know on the on the the three losses uh, in in conference you know it's just how how does that happen you know and um, and so um, and I and and I know that the the Andy Kennedy scratched his head over those I know the players <laughs> are I know that everybody involved with it is so it's not like you know we're the only ones going boy I wonder how that happened um, it just shows I mean you got you got to come play every night and and hey bottom line is. <laughs> As bad as that was on Sunday, the basketball part of it, it was great, the football part. But right. the basketball part, as bad as it was on Sunday, you're still sitting there if if somehow FAU, a good FAU team, a solid yeah. FAU team, can find a way to beat North Texas, and then UAB beats North Texas all of a sudden, you're, you're tied for first. You're, you've got the tiebreaker, so, you know, the sun's shining again. You know, so, right. so you just – the bottom line is you just got to take care of business. I mean, you got to worry about yourself right now and you got to go out and, 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 and win out. And if UAB wins out, they're in good, they're in good position. That might not be a first place. If they win out, they, they might end up in, you know, in second in the West, but that's okay. That's a better position than being in third in the West or fourth in the West and that type of right. thing. I mean, you know, that's what you're playing for to get that right seating, the right uh, path through, through the conference tournament. Um, because, you know, hey, all along, really, that's the only way you're guaranteed to get in this thing. I mean, you can talk about numbers, you can talk about bubbles, you can talk about all that, which has been fun to talk about. It's been fun to be able to talk <laughs> about that in a positive way. Right. Um, but the bottom line is, 
you don't know what's going to happen, you know, and, 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 you know, uh, honestly, um, probably you were sitting there, even when things are going well, you're sitting there as one of the last four out or, you know, second yeah. to last four out or whatever like that, but just because of the way the tournament set up. So you're always from day one, once, you know, especially once, uh, conference starts are angling yourself to be in the best position for those, for, for the, the Frisco, um, curtain site, you know, <laughs> being on the right side of the curtain, I guess. Right. And, uh, you know, so you're always angling for that and getting your best, you know, your best path through there, you know, not easiest path cause no path's easy. It's your best path through there. And, um, you know, so we'll, we'll see, but it, it starts, it starts, starts against rice uh, and, and, in the huge game on on Saturday, that's right. And uh, for those that don't know, um, for the for the since you know Conference USA is in East and they've gone into divisions, well at least for now for basketball. But uh, uh, the top two seeds in the East and the top two seeds in the West both get a bye to the quarterfinals. So it's it's very important, you know, for UAB to try to get either that first the number one seed or the number two seed in the West. And like Steve just said, you know, it's, you know, if, if North Texas wins out, you know, they get the number one seed in the West. But if UAB wins out, we get the number two seed in the West. So either way, you know, it's still kind of handling your own business. And, you know, with the podcast, you know, normally I tend to be the, the, the Mr. Negative. And, and I'll be honest, Steve, you know, I had Kim Palm out. I had the net rankings. I had oh. uh, Bertorovic. I had Lenardi. Uh, you know, I'm well, I, did, I did too. <laughs> I did too. That's what I'm talking about. It's been fun to do that. Right. But hey, <laughs> I deleted it all from my phone. So I don't have Kim Palm up anymore. I don't have, you know, Lenardi coming straight to my phone. I still look at him every now and then, but hey, it's, it's it's win Frisco or nothing now, you know, it's it's and honestly, Steve, maybe that's how it was, you know, even going back to the Marshall loss, maybe after the Marshall loss, um, maybe that was the, you know, doomsday or at large hopes. But I was still holding on to some hope, you know, winning out and getting that at large. But it's a moot point now. Hey, we just need to take care of business. Hope North Texas loses at least one other game. Um, of course, losing to us too, but loses one other game. And UAB sits pretty good at the number one seed. Now, let's talk about, you know, maybe some missed opportunities UAB had in the schedule. And, you know, you mentioned, you know, the great road wins, um, you know, a great road win at St. Louis and non in the non-con slate. You know, that was a really good win for UAB. Losing to West Virginia. <sighs> West Virginia is not looking like the best of teams right now. Um, so maybe that was a missed opportunity. Losing to San Francisco back in Las Vegas, you know, early on at a very close game. Uh, maybe that was a missed opportunity. Um, so there were a couple missed opportunities for, you know, in South Carolina, well, too. South Carolina, absolutely. A road game there that, that would have been, uh, you know, huge on there. Yeah, I mean, there were certainly missed opportunities. But, um, you know, again, I mean, that's what's that's what's great about basketball, though, is, is yeah. you know, you you miss some opportunities. Uh, but you still have a chance once once the once conference play begins, and then once conference tournament begins, really once conference tournament begins, you still have that chance, you know. And, yeah. and if, if you're playing at the at, at at the best you can play at that point, that's a that's a great thing to a great position to be in. And and I mean, let's face it, this team has proven that they have the ability to win to win that tournament. Oh yeah. Okay. This team has also proven they have the ability to be a Mike Davis one and done oh, and yeah. try to try to find a flight home, you know? Yeah. So, I mean, so, so that's the thing they, they've sort of, 
you know, they, they've been very good. I mean, they've been more good than bad. Let's face that. But, but still, I mean, it, it, you, you have one bad game in a, that tournament and you're done. You know, <laughs> I mean, you come out and you, you know, just, you play flat. You don't, you don't hit shots. You know, you have a guy roll his ankle and then then play mm. the rest of the game, you know, just whatever. Right. And, and you're done. So, um, you know, bottom line is you, you got to go win that thing from the first, you know, and, and unless you're in a bigger conference and, you, you know, you can, you know, you don't, you don't mind really if you lose, you're it's all trying to build. But um, so, you know, so, so we'll see. And again, I mean, I think the, the what's key right now is, is becoming better, a better team Yeah. by the time that thing starts. And really, yeah, it's great. I mean, North Texas is your sort of your, your what your sights on right now to get that first that your first spot in the West. Uh, but really, the key is staying ahead of Louisiana Tech for both North Texas and UAB. You know, yeah. I mean, that, that's the kind of thing. You finish one or two, you're in pretty good shape there. You know, got that bye, and you know, uh, so so really, it's kind of a you know, you, you, you're, yeah, you're shooting for the top. That's the goal. You know, that's the goal to win win the division. Uh, for right now and um you know so but you but you also can't lose too much side of it that you you've got other teams you're fighting to just stay there with two where other team particularly Louisiana Tech so um yeah it's it's uh it's fun I mean it's it's, it's intriguing it's you know it's uh you know it's it's fun to watch I don't know that it's you know very fun for the coaches to to have that you know mm-hmm. pressure on them right now but that right. hey that's why they win the business so um it, it's a good thing and Steve, let's let's just talk about or I, I want to hear your viewpoint on what you think has happened on these, you know, three conference head scratching losses. You know, you lose, you know, at Rice a while back, 85 to 80. You lose in Huntington to Marshall, 84 to 81. And then you just drop, you know, Sunday to ODU, 81 to 72. And, and we had just got through, you know, UAB's had some great road wins, but. What, in your opinion, is going on on these three losses? Like, is is it a well, mental I, I, thing or is it? No, I think you know, and I'm not a big scoreboard watcher type of thing. But you look at that right there. You got 80, 80, 80. I mean, yep. you, you allowed more than eighty points in every game, and this team is built on uh, as good as 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 you know, Jelly Walker is, you know, scoring, and really some other guys too. But but I mean, they're built on their defense winning games for them and creating that offense, creating opportunities. Um, for whatever reason, they didn't guard well in those games. Yeah. Um, you know, for whatever reason, whether it's, whether it's being flat, what, you know, whatever reason they didn't play well defensively. I mean, you, you just look at, and I think that's the difference in, in North Texas in, in conference play and UAB in conference plays. North Texas is so steady playing defense. You know, I mean, they, they've only given, I mean, the most they've, they've gave up 69 to UAB in a loss. Mm-hmm. And the most they've given up other than that is 65 points. You know, and I don't that, think, that's, I don't think they've lost on the road yet either. I don't think they have, you know? And so, so it's just, it's to me, both teams rely so heavily on their defense to, to win games, you know, to create things. They do it in a different way, but, yeah. but, but um, that, that they've, they've been, they've been steady on defense where, where, you know, UAB's had three games where, where they didn't play de- defense. Well, and even like, you know, the other games, a couple of games they won, they allowed over 70. One of them was the game at Louisiana Tech. Well, they played tremendously defensively in the first half. Yeah. So they did have a half of defense. And in the second half, you know, obviously Louisiana Tech did some things differently than they did in the first half. And, um, you know, I, I, you know, I thought 
UAB didn't play quite as well defensively, but I think that a lot of that was more uh, Louisiana Tech played better offensively than than they did in the, in the first half. But you know, mm-hmm. even then they had a half of of of, of really good defense. Um, but in the two lot in the three losses on the road, um, they just didn't play well in either half defensively, and and you know that was too much to overcome. Um, so I think that's a, that's a big thing, you know. And the other thing is um, just consistency of scoring is tough for UAB uh, it, overall. You know, now obviously if, if, if Jelly Walker turns into Superman, um, that's great. You know, and, and see though, Steve, you know, I think that's the issue. I think that's one of the problems though. Sometimes I think this team is too reliant on Jelly Walker to, cause oh, he, no doubt. he's not, he's not going to be able to hit. I mean, I would love to see it, but he's not going to hit 40 every game. No, no doubt. I mean, I don't think there's any doubt of that. And I don't think that's uh, uncommon when you have a, yeah. a great scorer. I mean, I think, right. you know, I think it was the same thing in, in Vaden's junior year. I mean, it's the yeah. same thing um, in, in Paul Delaney, Paul Delaney and uh, Mike Davis's first year. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Paul Delaney was, you know, was, was the guy and, and, and they really didn't have a whole lot of answers other than him. Um, so I think, yeah, I think that's just a natural thing, but you're absolutely right. I mean, I think really the only guy that to me has been, consistent uh, throughout the thing other than jelly but uh, is is i think Quan jackson's been very consistent yes um but i think a lot of his reasons he's consistent is because he 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 uses his his defense to create his offense you know and i think that's one thing but i think other than that guys have had you know and, and i'm not saying i'm not running the other guys down because i think a lot of them have played really well this year but uh you know being 100 percent consistent uh, I, you know, I don't know that there's a whole whole lot of that going on right now during this conference thing. So uh, at least in the scoring aspect of it. Um, so you know that that's got that's got to um, that's got to change. But it's tough to change. Here's the other thing that I was thinking about this, uh, and and I like the transfer portal. Don't get me wrong. Well, I don't like the transfer portal, but I mean, <laughs> but but I understand the transfer portal. Right. Yeah. But but you get these guys together, and you get you get a lot of talent from a lot of different directions. Um, and you put them together and, and you have, you know, really a short time to turn them into a team. Okay. And a lot of these guys are coming, uh, not just at UAB, I'm just talking in general. A lot of these guys are coming from a really big role from where they are. And if for some reason they want to either take a step up or they, you know, whatever it may be. And, um, so they're, they, they've had a different role on their other team that they were on mm-hmm. and, and you got to mesh this together. And that's hard in a short amount of time. Now I understand why you do the portal stuff. I think it's, I think Andy Kennedy did a great and the staff did a great job putting together a darn good team, Mm -hmm. but, but it is tough to, in my opinion, it is tough for, for any, any program that does that to, um, to have that consistency right away. You know, the, the, the teamwork type consistency, right. And by right away, I mean the first season, I'm not talking about the first week and then all of a sudden you, you click. So I think there's a little bit of that in um, in, in college athletics right now. Um, you know, even though I think I do think this, I do think that Andy Kennedy has really done a great job from what I can see. Now, obviously, I'm not, you know, behind the scenes of, of really meshing these guys together because I've seen so many cases of these. Well, I mean, you've seen it particularly in football. You saw it a couple of times where, you know, a quarterback comes in, gets a job, you know, four or five weeks in the season, just quits, you know, because yeah. it went, you know, and, and, and so I think he's done a great job. And I think they've done a great job of, of, uh, you know, meshing together as a team, but still there are a bunch of different guys coming from different places. And I, you know, I think that um, plays a role in this thing a little bit, you know, so 
I think there's a lot, you know, a lot of, a lot of pieces here. Um, and, and, and I think you just got to like, like, you know, like, you know, me, I think you got to look at the positives of where they are and think if you finish this thing strong, this can be, you know, a, a, a special, you know, special season. Oh yeah. And there's no doubt. Hey, and, and speaking of that too, now is the perfect timing for, you know, everybody to start gelling. And, and you know, you would go back to last year, Steve, you know, even, you know, looking at some of the guys in particular that we need to step up more, you know, Mike Ertle, I mean, he really didn't catch on until late last year too. So now, you know, maybe him or maybe KJ steps up a little more or loving, um, just we need we need the team to start gelling, you know, right about now for these last couple weeks leading into the conference tournament. Because, I mean, now is where it's going to you know, all be on the line for this team. And you're definitely right. This is a very chance at UAB to have a very special season. And if, you know, from here on out and we go and win the tournament and go into the big dance. Hey, everybody, I'm telling everybody is going to forget those three losses to ODU, Marshall, and Rice. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I mean, yeah. So, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. You get, you find a way to, uh, <laughs> to, to get to the promised land, so to speak. And, yeah. and yeah, it, you know, it, the, the, the whole journey is sort of, uh, not as clear, you know, you just sort of think about the end of it you now where, right. where you got, and that, and that's, that's like any other season. I mean, there's always, there's always, uh, I mean, you know, I hate to go to football analogy here because we're talking basketball, but you know, um, was was 2018 in your mind was the 2018 UAB football season a special season? Just oh yes, oh yes, yes, or, yes. Okay, all right. They lost to Coastal Carolina. <laughs> I mean, yes. and I'm talking about a bad Coastal Carolina, yeah. not not the one right now, not the Grayson McCall Coastal Carolina team. I'm talking about a bad Coastal Carolina team, right? And got the dog beat on them in the second half. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, that's part of the journey. But, but you, you know, you tend to sort of when I think of when I think of the the 2018 season, season I think of the special ending. You know, I think yes. of the, you know, the the Middle Tennessee game. You know, uh, the bowl win. The, you know, the way they played, you know, defensively, you know, throughout or except for the coastal game. But I mean, I think of the good times, you know, so. Right. So I think, yeah, I think if, if, if this team can find a way to, uh, you know, get win the conference, you know, win this thing or, you know, have a great ending to it and get in the NCAA tournament, then, yeah, you don't, you know, you're going to forget those games, you know, because uh, that's just part of that's part of a season. You know, <laughs> right. Very, very few seasons for anybody go smoothly. You know, I mean, I mean, I mean, go a hundred percent smoothly. I mean, there's some special teams that that's happened, but, um, you know, I mean, when's the last time, uh, uh, I mean, I know the answer, but the last time an NCAA basketball team finished undefeated was what 1970, whatever it was that, um, 75 or 76 or whatever it was that Indiana Mm -hmm. did. It's a long time ago, man. Yeah. Heck, that's so long. I was almost a kid back then. That's (laughs) how long ago that was. Um, so, uh, you know, just got to find a way. And I, I mean, the great thing is this, this team has a lot of, um, a, a lot of good pieces. Yes. LeBlanc, you know, need to get LeBlanc back and, you know, healthy and, and, need to yeah. get some, you know, and, and I think you mentioned Taven Levin. Uh, I, I mean, I think he's a guy that really needs to have, be more consistent offensively. And I think part of it is it's just tougher for him right now to get the ball and get the opportunities. Yeah. Um, you know, just w- with what they're doing. So, but I, you know, I would love to see him finish, you know, finish this thing on a run where he's double digits every night, you know, and, 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 um, and, and is a focal point at, at, at times, you know, during the game, which I don't know that he's a focal point a lot now because of, you know, the pieces around him, you know, and, um, 
you know, I think they need, you know, and they need to get consistent play and consistent time for some, some guys that, you know, maybe are a little deeper on the bench right now. And, um, you know, we'll see, I mean, we'll, we'll, we'll see it start, but again, got to start, got to start against rice and, uh, go from there. Definitely. And real quick, before we move into, uh, we'll recap in the ODU, um, game, uh, in all three of the conference losses on the road, UAB not only gave up 80 points in each one of those three ball games, but also gave up, you know, field goal percentage of all three of those teams were over 50, 50% or over, you know, you look at the rice game, they were 50% shooting the ball from the field. ODU is 51%. And then going back to Marshall, I mean, they're shooting nearly 55% from the field. And, and that just goes back to your point, you know, defense, this is a, still a defensive team. And, yeah. uh, you know, Going forward, we're just going to just need to see better defense and just need everybody locked in. You know, you mentioned earlier about Quan really being the only consistent player um, recently. And, you know, I tend to agree with you. You know, Quan, he's always trying to, you know, find the ball, playing really good defense, getting steals and just moving the ball. Um, but definitely need to see some other guys step up. And the other guys have, you know, you go back to the yeah. Tennessee game, um, you yeah. know, and Jelly had the hell of a game. We're breaking the record. But, you know, Jamal really stepped up in that game when, yeah. you know, we needed him, you know, Jamal Johnson to hit a few threes and he was able to hit a few threes and Justin Brown going back to the WKU game on the road. You know, everybody yeah. remembers Jelly's game winning shot right before that Justin Brown hit a clutch three, you know, in, in that ball game to help Jelly get to that point to where we can win that. Game. Yeah. So yeah. Some yeah, guys absolutely. have stepped up. We're just going to need to see it a little more uh, consistently uh, going forward. Yeah, yeah, and 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 again, they're all capable of it. I mean, yes. you know, you, you guys you're talking about are capable of it. You know, I mean, I go back to you know, you mentioned Ertel a minute ago. I mean, he's capable. Yes, he's capable of carrying an offense when he when he gets going. Mm-hmm. Um, hadn't hadn't done that recently. You know, he needs to find a way to to do that. And 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 just you know, down the list. I mean, you mentioned some good guys. I mean, I, and I think you know even. A guy like Tony, Tony, come in and yeah. I, he, he might not give you he, – he might not get a lot of minutes, but in the minutes he gets in there, he needs to have a huge impact. Yes. You no, know, I mean, that's kind of why you throw him in there, to uh, to to be an impact guy. You know, Raji Gordon, I think, has really played well. Um, you know, he needs to play consistently. You know, he needs to get – you know, especially if LeBlanc is out for a little bit longer, uh, you know, he needs to play consistently. So, I mean, all these guys, you know, that down the list. Uh, again, the the – you know, it's it's easy to 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 be a little disappointed right now after the most recent game, but I think the key to me is looking at it and saying there's still some pieces there to be a team that can win this this conference. You know, and um and honestly, you know, I I, I think that um you know I think there's still some you know I mean there's obviously some work that Andy Kennedy and his staff will do in an off season and they'll probably be a better team they are next year than they are this year. You know, because yes. they'll have another year, but um but you know as of right now. Um, I, I don't know. I think they have some pieces to, to, to win this thing and just have to play consistently and, and unfortunately need a little help now with, uh, at least to win the West, um, you know, which was, that's the unfortunate thing, but Hey, that help could be, we could be sitting there next week at the same time talking about how it's a, it's a tie at top of the, at top of the West and UAB has all the momentum in the world. There you, know, you we, go. We could be talking about that. And I hope we are. <laughs> Definitely agree with you, and same here, Steve. Uh, well, let's go ahead and just jump into what happened Sunday. Um, you know, UAB does lose at ODU, eighty-one to seventy-two. And, and, and real quick, just going back to the Southern Miss game, the game before that Thursday night, 
you know, obviously UAB getting the double, uh, the 21 point win over Southern Miss, but just watching UAB defend Stevenson, you know, their, their big guy inside, he had over 24 points in that game. I was beginning to get a little concerned about ODU just with what Ezekiel Pay and, of course, Trice, you know, what they can do down low. And unfortunately, you know, that's kind of what happened. You know, you, ODU was able to pound, uh, take the time off the shot clock, which we know that's how ODU does. They're really, really slow-paced team, and they just fed it inside to their big guys, and they kind of, you know, um, tore us apart, especially especially Trice, you know, was able to get 20 points on UAB. Mm-hmm. Zeke Pay only had 11, but he was in foul trouble really early on. Uh, I thought we did a good job on him for the most part. But, I mean, that's what it was. And it's just so frustrating, Steve, because UAB had a seven-point lead in the first half, you know, winding down to the end of the first half. And then here ODU goes on like a 7-0 run, tying it up at 37-37, which is ironically the same score at halftime of the UAB Southern Miss game that Thursday night before. And then just second half, it just – I don't know what it was, but ODU just – just kind of took it away in the second half, you know, outscoring UAB 44 to 35. And as I mentioned, you know, tries just getting the best of, you know, KJ and uh, Trey Jemison on the inside. Yeah. And I mean, and that's, that's what, you know, that's, that's the thing. If, if I'm to you, I'm, I'm, I'm a little frustrated, you know, because <laughs> where you are as a team, because you know, that's what they do right there. That's kind of mm-hmm. who they are, you know, and, and, um, you know, they, they, they muddy it up. They try to try to you know, slow it down, like you said, beat you inside. Um, you know, you're going to get a lot of fouls called, mm-hmm. you know, both ways. I mean, I think there was, what, over over 40 uh, fouls called in the game, you know. Right. And, and uh, so that's just kind of what they do, you know. And, and, and um, so they've got to be a little frustrated. They hadn't been there before this year, you know, had, or hadn't done as, enough of that. And, um yeah, and it just happened out and and not having LeBlanc down there hurt. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean it hurt. I mean not you know not having a an inside piece that you rely on, but um, you know you got to find a way to to overcome that. And um, you know I think you kind of touched on it earlier, but it's it's tough when you have a uh, you know a guy that's been scoring like you know like like Jelly Walker has, and he has an off day, and then you're just kind of caught like okay, what do we do now? You know, mm-hmm. you know, what, what are we supposed to do? And, and, uh, you know, I think that was part of it. I mean, he didn't have a great day. Um, you know, he just, uh, you know, no, he did a good job. I mean, he had a seven assists, so he did a good job of trying to find out. And that's the great thing about him too, is he's, he, you know, I think he's what third and a third in the conference or whatever it is in assists. So he, here's a guy who's scoring all those points and he's still looking for a guy. I mean, he's still getting the ball to other guys. Right. Um, but you know, you know, sometimes you, you, you know, you, when a guy's been going like that, you, you just get caught up when, okay, well, he's going to bail us out. And, um, you know, that doesn't always happen. And it didn't Sunday. And, um, you know, we're sitting here where we're sitting here. So, uh, but you got, you know, Hey, you got to learn from it. And, you know, I mean, the worst thing you do is let Sunday beat you, uh, you know, against rice or let no. Sunday beat you against North Texas, you know I mean? Right. You know, and, and I'm sure that's, you know, that's one of the first things that, you know, Andy Kennedy told his team. It can't, you know, this can't, you know, we got to change, you know, right. we got to change what happened today and turn it into, um, you know, not a positive because there's nothing positive about that, but, uh, you know, get positive results out of a bad, a bad afternoon, you know, so. 
Definitely, yeah, and I'm I'm ready to turn the page on Norfolk too. Um, but I, I agree with you. You know, definitely could have used uh, Josh LeBlanc uh, at that game. Unfortunately, um, for those that do not know, he is out uh, with an injury, and we do not know when he is uh, going to be able to come back. Hopefully, we can get him um, to come back before the tournament in Frisco, maybe sooner. Um, but it's going to be a lot of Ronzi Gordon going forward. So, you know, you mentioned, you know, guys having to step up. And, I mean, Ronzi hasn't done bad. I mean, he's looked good in a couple, you know, in the couple games. Like middle, he had some good plays. In ODU, I mean, he scored nine points. Um, but he, he definitely was getting beat inside um, by those two bigs of ODU. Um, but going to need him to step up some more. Um, and, you know, real quick, too, on the ODU game, look at the fouls. You know, Trey Jemison, four fouls. K.J. Buffin, four fouls. Ronzi Gordon, four fouls. I mean, when your bigs are in foul trouble, it's kind of hard to be aggressive on defense, especially down low. You know, when, they, when they're trying yeah. to feed those bigs, you really can't get a whole lot of contact because if you do, then you're gone. So Yeah, yeah, that's tough. Now, they, they had three guys with four fouls, too, so it wasn't a one-sided thing. But, um, you know, yeah, it's tough. Yeah, well, uh, Trice only had two, but I'll refrain. But they, had, <laughs> but they had three others, though. Uh, they, that's they, true. They had, that's true. Yeah, Zeke Pay was in trouble. Uh, yeah, he was in foul yeah. trouble real quick. Like when yeah. the second half just started, he had got his fourth. So yeah, right. that's, a, that's a fair point. Fair point. Um, but I do think we can. Uh, yeah, I just hope we don't face ODU in the tournament because um, that is one of those teams that, you know, probably can, you know, especially if LeBlanc's not back in Frisco. That, that's a team that could give UAB some fits for sure. Um, but definitely need to turn our attention uh, this week to uh, the Rice Owls in North Texas. And honestly, I mean, you got to focus on Rice because <laughs> if you spend all your prep working for that uh, North Texas game, I mean, hey, Rice has already beat you once. So, you know, they're coming in, you know, probably feeling pretty good about themselves. You know, UAB lost to Rice in Houston 85 to 80 um, a few weeks earlier. And, I mean, yeah, they 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 lost it. Uh, no, they had lost a home game last to uh, North Texas, sixty-seven to forty-four. But hey, UAB's gonna have to bring their A game, you know, come Thursday night. I mean, that tip-off time is seven o'clock, uh, and it will be uh, aired on Stadium. Also, the game Saturday against North Texas will also be aired on Stadium if you want to watch. But we certainly hope everybody can make it out to Bartow for both of those games because these are, I mean, these are two huge games, you know. UAB, as we mentioned earlier, I mean, they don't control their own destiny, but if you drop one of these two games, if you, if you drop both of them, let alone one, then you're pretty much out of the race for getting that bye in, into the quarterfinals and in the Conference USA tournament. So we definitely need everybody, if you can, to make it out to Bartow Arena and help cheer on our Blazers Thursday night and Saturday afternoon. But let's let's talk about Rice just, just a tad, Steve. Um, you know, in, in the last meeting, I feel like Evie was the hot hand. Yeah, he had 25 points against UAB. Um, as I mentioned earlier, they shot 50% from the field, 38.1% from three-point. And, you know, Evie was one of those guys. Um, I mean, they've got a big boy inside, too. Um, so, I mean, this Rice team is not going to be a slouch. You know, UAB is going to have to take them pretty seriously. I think UAB will, especially, you know, coming off of the, the loss to them earlier in the year. Um, but Steve, I just don't know what it is about rice, man. You know, you go back to our football season, you go back to basketball. Like it just seems that rice has our number lately. And I, I'm really hoping that that changes Thursday night. Just this year now, just this year. Yeah. Let, let, let's not go on. There's two games, <laughs> two days. They had the number, there you um, go. but, but yeah, I mean, I think, um, yeah, I mean, I mean, the thing is if you, if you let, you know, Pierre and Evie, um, get going, 
then you're in trouble. I mean, mm-hmm. you could be in trouble. I mean, obviously, you know, I mean, those, those guys, I mean, those are two guys. You look at those two guys, they've combined for 135 three pointers, made three pointers between the two. Golly. You know, Pierre shooting 43% from, from the three points and, and Evie shooting 40%. Right. So, so those are guys that, you know, that's what they build around and that's what they've kind of always done. You know, the better teams there have had guys that, uh, um, can shoot you know and they shoot a lot of threes and, and generally the better teams they've had have had a guy inside that's that uh you know can clean some stuff up if you need it um which you know they have now too so um again but if you can play you know obviously i didn't see the north texas game north texas rice game but obviously north texas did something defensively that um shut them down you know i mean right. 44 points so you know you just need to kind of do the same sort of thing and um mm-hmm. you know play defense uh you know, you got to start on the defensive end, you know, against these guys, you got to, you know, make sure those guys don't, don't beat you from the outside and, and, um, you know, out rebound them and, and, um, you're going to be okay. You know, so, uh, right. Um, and, and, Hey, I mean, you, you do, it's always, um, you know, you have that motivation of, of what happened in, in, in Houston and, and you, and you're playing at home. So I, you know, I like, um, I like UAB's chances. They just got to come out and do it. Definitely agree there. Now, moving over to Saturday, uh, North Texas comes to town, 3 o'clock p.m. Central Time. Um, And, again, this will also be aired on stadium, but we certainly hope that if you're able to, make it out to Bartow and get there early, too, because uh, the UAB uh, men's basketball account actually just announced officially that they're going to be giving out – it's a whiteout, so they're going to be giving out uh, steel mill T-shirts, you know, for the first, I think, 4,000 people that get there. So get there early and get ready to uh, help cheer on the Blazers as uh, they face the number one team in the West for now, you know, coming into Birmingham. Um, but UAB, you know, kind of flipping the script, Steve, you know, UAB kind of has North Texas's number. You know, looking back this year, you know, yeah. we were able to win in the pit this year and then won two games back to back last year in March, yeah. you know, right before yeah. the tournament. So I'm sure North Texas is going to come in motivated. Um, but UAB, you know, but looking at uh, North Texas, I mean, really, I mean, you've got to – shut down uh perry for sure um but they have i mean they're a tough team you know tyler perry is their uh there's their guard probably their best player on the field but they, those guys they just play really great defense and you just mentioned you know by holding rice to just 44 points unfortunately i wasn't able to watch that game either because that game was on cusa tv i can't believe we're still using that uh service to be honest um in 2022 but i'll refrain from any more comments but it, it, i mean it, i mean yeah you, north texas is a really good squad you know we faced them earlier um won a hard-fought game in the pit uh so i'm expecting another battle here come saturday afternoon in bartow yeah i mean absolutely they're just so solid you know and, and again they don't beat themselves they just uh play such great defense and and um you know, just have, you know, enough guys, you know, enough offense, play well offensively. You know, I think the one, you know, one of the differences in that first game was, you know, Thomas Bell, who I love. I think he's a great player. Yeah. You know, didn't didn't shoot the ball well in that game. And I think if he, you know, if, if he plays a little better offensively, maybe they beat UAB the first time. I, mean, I think some other guys played a little better. So, you know, I think he's going to be mo- motivated to play a little better. And, it's, and, you know, you're right. It starts with Tyler And, and also, like – and looking at, you know, McBride was the guy that got us last time. I mean, he got right. with 17 points. Yeah. So, I mean, they've yeah. got a they've got a few good guys on there that could uh, yeah, they not only play good defense, but shoot it. Yeah, McBride's your best three-point shooter. You know, he's made 54 in a year. And, and um, so, um, but that, I mean, the great thing about them is, 
you know, you can look at, at all these offensive numbers and say, okay, well, this guy's our best three-point shooter, and he needs to shoot better, this, that, this, that, and the other. But, the, I mean, the, they win with defense. I mean, that's, you yeah. know, there's like – that's that's what that's what creates their wins. And and so yeah. um, as long as their defense isn't slumping, they're, they're pretty – you know, they're going to win games, and they're a pretty good team, and their defense hadn't slumped. So, um, you know, you, you, the UAB is going to have to go out and, um, you know – and really, and I, they did it the first game, and it really matched them defensively. You know, I thought yeah. I thought the first game, you know, UAB was tremendous defensively, and um, you know they got to match that, and um, and they're capable of it. I mean, these are two two best defensive teams in the conference. I don't know what the numbers say. I don't even care what numbers say. I'm, just, <laughs> you know, from what I've seen, there's nobody better than these two playing when when they're playing defense well, right? Than, than these two, you know, again, UAB's had three games in conference where they didn't play well defensively but i think other than that they played really well uh for the most part and um so i think these are two really good defensive teams and you know whoever wins that side of it of it's probably going to win this game on saturday definitely and you know and just thankful you know we get both of these games uh this week at home you know uab does tend to play better at home in bartow um so you know hopefully when we come back next week and recap both the rice and north texas games for you guys hopefully we're talking about a you know, a 2-0, and, you know, UAB was able to get both of those victories, and even also, hopefully, you know, maybe the FAU Owls can do us a favor and uh, take down North Texas Thursday night, uh, but we'll have to see. Um, yeah, D- Dusty May, Dusty May, the old, old UAB <laughs> assistant, now do, he needs to do his old school uh, favor here. Here you go, uh, return the favor, return Come the on, favor. Dusty. <laughs> good um, guy, well, good guy, good coach, too. Good, hey, yeah, he's doing great things, for, I'm telling yeah. you, man, I you know, heading in the season, I was not anticipating FAU to be at the top of the East, but hey, look at them. They're just they're just behind middle. So doing good things down there um, near the beach. <laughs> but on that note, guys, we'll see you next week and we'll recap what happens against Rice in North Texas. But as always, go Blazers. <laughs>